Welcome to Gene and Mike to the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, April 7th, 2023. So, did you do the crossword? I did. And did it live up to your high expectations? Oh, my expectations are very, very high. Uh-huh. And did it... <laughs> but, but I would say this puzzle did meet them, yes. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> so... No, it was a great puzzle. Mm -hmm. It was a toughie, though. I, I found it quite challenging, but uh, but I was able to get it done. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. I, I found it uh, considerably easier than yesterday's. Oh, really? Right, because you recall yesterday I, I ran into a wall in the northwest corner, mm -hmm. and there was no west, northwest corner here. It was actually black squares, but, but <laughs> overall, though, I was able to make progress throughout the grid, and it just felt a lot easier for me anyway. Well, good, good. But speaking of the, the corners being black squares, it was a, a very interesting visual display when you first saw it. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, the upper left and lower right corners were all black yep. for, the, for like the first three um, tiers of, of squares there. And then the squares in the middle kind of came off the center like a like a pinwheel. Yes. So uh, very interesting uh, design there. But it meant that there were quite a few longer answers. Yes. Uh, there was one that went the whole uh, height, height of the puzzle mm -hmm. at uh, five down, which was what you're asking may be too much. And the answer to that was that's a tall order. Correct. That was a very tall answer to that clue. So, um, so anyway, yes, that that uh, uh, made it a little bit more of a challenge. But I'm glad that that you were able to conquer it fairly easily. Well, and you know, I started off sort of flailing away trying to find some place where I could get a foothold. I started off with 34 cross hit suddenly as the brakes slam on. Mm -hmm. And then right beneath that, they had, let's see, it was 40 across, Label Maker, which was Avery. Yes, and I knew that. I did too. <laughs> and so it's like, whoa, I got two, I got two in a row here. So I, I sort of branched off from there. And uh, it, it, it just generally went, for me, pretty well. I think it rewarded people who do the New York Times crossword a lot. Because there were just some some areas there that if you'd been doing it for a while, you'd sort of recognize. So, for instance, 35 down plays for 15 down. And 15 down was, it comes, no, that's wrong. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, 15 down. Uh, startup launches in brief. And that was IPOs. Right. And they use IPO quite a lot. Yes. And so. IPOs and IPAs. Yes. Not, not. To confuse the two, mm -hmm. um, but but generally speaking, the 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 top bit, I sort of I I couldn't have gotten started. I had I needed crosses there. Go for the big yucks, ham it up. Yes, that just didn't occur to me. I don't know about you. No, not right away. Mm. Mm -hmm. Eleven across tickles was delights. Yes, that I also wouldn't have gotten without the crosses. In fact, I don't think I could have gotten any of these without the crosses. 
Yes, the 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 crosses helped a lot, and uh, in certain parts of the puzzle, the crosses were rather short. Yes, and the and, and fairly easy, but um, uh, one of the one of the um, well, it was actually it was thirteen down, lethargic was torpid. Yes. I thought that was a great word. I don't know that I've ever heard that word. Well, I've heard of torpor. Torpid. I've heard of torpor quite a lot. But yes. Uh-huh. And, I, and I guess torpid follows as, what, the uh, the adjective. Mm-hmm. But the, let's see, in that same general area, join was opt-in. Yes. You know, I was thinking like unite or something to do with welds. Oh, uh-huh. But different kind of join. And then beneath that, communica- communicated visually in a way, 26 across, was signed. Yes. I put in signed. Then I took it out because I thought, oh, this isn't looking good. But then I put it back in. <laughs> and it worked. So That, that D of signed was uh, the start of 27 down collector's targets. I had it starting with a D. And so I thought dolls. I I was trying to think of something, yes, like that. I didn't have the D right away because oh. I didn't get signed right away. Um, or I, maybe it was when I took it out, so I didn't have the D. But, yeah, I was trying to think of collectors, collectors' targets. You know, I, I know that, I mean, collectors collect things, but I don't think of those things as their targets. But a collector's target debts made a lot more sense. And 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 listeners, especially listeners who are newer to solving the crossword, just a, just a tip. This may be sort of obvious, but probably not. Uh, if we take, for example, twenty-seven across, communicated visually in a way. So communicated is past tense, which means the answer has to agree in the tense as well. So there's a reasonably good chance that it's going to end in ed. Yes. So that's that's how I. I managed to get, and, and again, 27 down collectors' targets being debts. That yes. was sort of interesting. Oh, and 33 across. Locale depicted in three paintings by Peter Brugel the Elder was Babel. Or, or possibly Babel. Babel. Sorry, I panicked. Babel. <laughs> Babel. 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 Yes. I'm babbling about Babel. Yes. Or, I didn't realize he painted three paintings with Babel. Oh, Babel. I can, now I can't stop thinking about the the company that that sells uh, software to teach you how to master a foreign language. No. But no, that's not that babble. No, I guess mm-hmm. not. Twelve down, hot flow. I had it ending in lava, and the only thing I could think of for a while was poured, oh. poured lava, and I thought that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> yeah, who's going around pouring lava? <laughs> I don't think the volcano is considered sentient enough to pour the lava out of it. <laughs> but molten, molten worked. Molten worked very well. I actually got that one fairly quickly. How about 12 across dough in Mexico? Mesa. No, I didn't get that. I put peso. I was thinking of money. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. I, I, I had peso in there. Uh-huh. And, and then when I got to 10 down heap i had it ending starting with a j because eight across spiritual journey was a hajj right which i thought i don't know why and we've had this conversation before i wanted to spell it with two j's well i have seen it spelled with two j's right Mm -hmm. and sometimes even with an i 
like H A I J. Yes. So, so there are multiple spellings, kind of like that uh, that Egyptian god. Amenra? Amenra, yes. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, if we have any listeners out there who have gone on spiritual journeys, uh, drop us a line and let us know how you spell the name of your spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Do you spell it H-A-J, H-A-J-J, H-A-I-J? Maybe it, it must just be, it's a different language and, and sort of trying to bring it into English. Maybe that's the end, that, the way it sort of ends up. But anyways, that 10 of, uh, the J of 10 down heap, it was jalopy. Yes. And I was striving mightily to figure out how to spell jalopy. Oh. Uh-huh. So the, uh, that was, that was a bit of a, bit of a challenge. And let's see, what else was interesting? I think there were quite a few things here. There were a lot of great clues. Um, I was trying to think. There was one. Oh, it was uh, that. This one kind of got me stuck for a while. Eighteen across crowning event it turned out to be prom. Right. That was not my first thought. Oh, I actually even ventured into would there be some sort of dental term? Because <laughs> you know you have your teeth crowned, but dental office visit, but it didn't quite fit. <laughs> I had it starting. I had it starting with pro, and I was thinking prow, like prow of a ship. I don't know why, but or a crowning event. I I had to do something with pro. <laughs> That O of prom was coming off of 11 down, stay more formally, and that was don't, do not go. Do not go, yes. That was, that was quite good. Yes. And, yeah. Oh, I was going to say 19 down, twisty puzzle was a mind bender. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that term before. What? You've never heard the term mind bender? No. Oh. As a, with a twisty puzzle? Yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, it's just sort of like a, a, a difficult logic problem or something oh, like that. okay. I, I was actually trying to envision, you know, like they make those little metal things that you have to try to pull apart or, you know, try, try to, what are those called? You know, brain teasers. Right. Kind of a brain teaser. I think a, bra- a brain teaser and a mind bender are probably, they're certainly related. You can find them in the same general area of your bar- local uh, Barnes & Noble. <laughs> I suppose so. Okay. 41 across lorry units, L-O-R-R-Y. So I knew it was referring to British uh, trucks, Mm -hmm. and it turned out to be tons, T-O-N-N-E-S. Yes. That that took a bit. Yes. And that T of tons ran into 36 down Fellini's La Strada. I've never heard La Strada. I just, somehow, that sounds familiar, but not as an opera. (laughs) I don't well, know what it, there is a dish called a strata. It's you know, it's like a layered egg dish. Maybe <laughs> that's what I I'm thinking of. I don't think that's what it's about. I thought of La Scala, but it didn't fit. So, um, but I've never heard of the opera La Strada. We had we had 39 down. Food chain was Kroger. Yes. Oh, that was one that I thought was kind of clever. Yes, food chain. I was trying to think of something scientific, but it was Kroger. <laughs> yeah, you know, I started wandering over into the restaurant chain area because oh, yes. that's where my strengths are. I can rattle <laughs> off 30 fast food chains without blinking an eye, uh-huh. but it was Kroger. Yes. And that K of Kroger was the end of 36 across Charm, 
which was sweet talk. I could just not think of any word that related to charm at the time that I was doing this last night. So wonder what that means. <laughs> it means I shouldn't be doing it late at night. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, uh, we had we had uh, forty three down. Bag and resident was Bilbo. Yes. You know, I don't think I've ever seen the word bag and spelled out, except for maybe the few times when I've been reading The Hobbit. And so I thought it was one word, bag end. Because uh-huh. they always said like bag end. And, but it's, it's two words. And it was just sort of a, a bit of a revelation to see it spelled out like that. Uh, let's see, 53 across. They're on the house was freebies. Yes. And I tried to get shingles in there. I was thinking of things that would eaves. be on top of the house. See, that was their plan. How about solar panels? Uh, well, and I knew that wouldn't fit. But remember a few, it might have been months ago, they had the same basic clue, and the answer was aerials. Yes, that's right. So I, I, was, I wanted it to be aerials, but it wouldn't fit. Uh-huh. At least I didn't think it would. Mm-hmm. There will be a brief pause here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, while I try and see if aerials will fit. No, it wouldn't have fitted. I suppose antennae. Yeah, antennae would have fitted. Perhaps. That's assuming they've got them on the uh, on the roof. I like the, the clue right above that, 50 across. They're good for handling delicate situations. Yes. Kid gloves. I wanted really to... have nothing to do with handling delicate situations, but... That is a common phrase. Oh, Handle with kid gloves. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be tweezers, but that <laughs> but that wouldn't fit. Oh, uh-huh. And let's see. 11, or 31 down, comes to light was emerges. And that was pretty easy, but for some reason I was having trouble spelling emerges and convinced myself it didn't fit. And then I stared at it for a moment and decided, okay, it fits. So... Yeah, I um, I thought this was a good crossword. It was it was fair, it was interesting, and it was by Lindsay Hobbs. Nice job, Lindsay. Yes, indeed. All right, that's it for the crossword. It is Friday, though. Time for Fun Fact Friday. Do, 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 do. do you have a fun fact? I have a fun fact. Well, please. And this deals with a piece of artwork. That was mentioned earlier in the week. I think it was Tuesday. Was Tuesday the day we had all the art, art uh, work, the names of various pieces of art that then were changed into other types of clues? Was that Tuesday? Uh, let's see. Tuesday we had Mystic Pizza, Broadcast oh, no, that, News. Maybe it was Monday. Mon- no. That seems pretty complicated for a Monday. Oh. Uh, but... Let's yeah, see. no, maybe it was Wednesday. <laughs> it must have been Wednesday. <laughs> you know, by the well, time we're finished, we'll have covered the entire week. <laughs> so uh, no, Wednesday was TM, the TMI <laughs> one, wasn't it? I can't remember, but there was one day last week where the, the answers were related to pieces of art. Maybe it was Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yes. Okay. It was Sunday. Yes. Okay. Well, one of them was called The Son of Man by Paul Klee. And I could not figure out that what that was. I, I don't I, I I couldn't remember what that painting looked like. And so I looked it up and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, that painting, because <laughs> it is a very famous painting. 
by uh, by Bel I'm sorry, not by Paul Klee, Belgian surrealist painter René Magritte. Uh, it is perhaps his best known artwork, and it is called The Son of Man. He painted it as a self-portrait, and it consists of a man in an overcoat and a bowler hat standing in front of a low wall beyond which are the sea and a cloudy sky. The man's face is largely obscured by a hovering green apple. So chances are, just from that description, you will know what it looked like. Um, but you, you can see the man's eyes peeking over the edge of the apple, but that's about all you can see of the face. Another subtle feature that I had never seen, but it, it is there if you look closely, it looks like the man's left arm appears to bend backwards at the elbow instead of forwards as bending backwards. Wow. Yeah. He painted it in 1964, and... Um, he gave a very long, kind of convoluted description. And I suppose if you were a surrealist painter, you, you just probably had a very different mindset than, than most people, certainly me. But uh, I'm not going to go into that. But the thing that I thought was very interesting about uh, not just this painting, but many of his paintings had an apple in, in, in them. And one of them was just a big Granny Smith apple and it had the words au revoir over it. <laughs> and, and it was actually, uh, purchased by Paul McCartney, uh, of the Beatles. He, he purchased this, um, this painting by Magritte cause he loved, uh, he loved Magritte's work. And so he purchased this painting and that, and then, um, he um, decided when he was just starting this new venture with his his band of, of producing their music on their own, he decided to call it Apple. Apple, Apple Music. Apple Chord. Or Apple Chord, okay. Yes, uh, because of Magritte and, ah. this, and this painting. Okay, then another interesting fact by that, there was a entrepreneur named Steve Jobs who decided to Filch that name from the Beatles to call his new computer an Apple. And even though, you know, there, there are agreements between artists about, you know, using each other's work, that did not happen between Steve Jobs and the Beatles. And they were very upset and they were going to sue him, but then he promised that his company would never get into the music business. Oops. <laughs> Which held until they decided to get into the music business when they did come to a settlement. Ah. But I just thought, isn't it interesting that this one um, surrealist painter was the inspiration for two very large corporations, very, very successful. Yes, and very, very creative, just like he was creative. Yes, exactly. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the Beatles, you know, were among the most creative musicians of their era. Yeah, And I definitely. think Steve Jobs needs no introduction when it comes to creativity. Yeah. So anyway, that's my fun fact. Wow, that was that was just staggering. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is it for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, remember, we love feedback. Um, you can just drop us a line, crossword podcast at iCloud.com, or you can say hi to us on Facebook. Uh, Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. 
And that is it for today. Saturday's crossword will be out shortly. Hope you can tackle it. We will do our best here. Yep. And we'll be back again to talk about it tomorrow. Bye-bye.